Hello, welcome to Truck Stop Murder and True Crime Podcast slash Monday Murder Meal. I'm going to try to start doing this every Monday. I had one episode. Hopefully, whoever listened to it enjoyed it. But I'm going to start doing this every Monday and start doing my regular episodes because I do have regular episodes that I do have lined up. But I'm going to start doing them as my resets happen. A reset is within eight hour, eight days, you can only drive 70 hours. So during my reset, that gives me more time to do a full episode. But while I'm constantly, so I put more contact out, which I want to get more out there. I'm going to start doing these Monday, which I'm fascinated about too, actually. I'm going to start doing these Monday murder meals. So what I'm going to start, I have my last episode is three from Texas. What I'm going to start doing is I'm going to start doing stuff, execution, since execution started back in 1976. I'm going to start from 76 and come to 2014 and then on from there. And there's a lot to do. So let's get some statistics about this. Since the death, death penalty is reinstated in 1976, 1,389 conv- convicted murders have been executed in the United States as of October 1st, 2014. So from September, well, actually 1976 to October 1st, 2014. Okay. Of these executions, 15 were female. The last was Lisa Ann Coleman in Texas, September 14, 2014. Now, keep in mind, all these are from activists of a website that I found who has all these information, but they only go to 2014. Now, once I do all these, then I'll continue on from 14 on. But as the stats I'm getting right now are from 2014. So, executed. Of these, are 15 were female. Of these executed, 772 were white, 470, which was 55.6% were white, and 470, 33.8% were black. Executions were held in 34 different states, 517, which is 37.2% was in Texas, and 21.4% was in Indiana of ex- those executions. Now this site I'm co- getting this, all this information from is the Indiana site, so that's why it had mentioned that. 1.1202, was 87.3% was executed by lethal injection, including 748 of the last 758. So that's what they started really going to is the, the lethal injection. 158, 11.6% was executed by electric chair. The last was Robert Charles Gleason Jr. in Virginia on January 16, 2013. Florida, 40. Virginia, 31. Alabama, 24. Georgia, 23. Louisiana, 20. South Carolina, 7. Indiana, 3. Nebraska, 3. Kentucky, 1. Arkansas, 1. And Tennessee, 1. All by electric chair. 11 were executed by gas chamber. The last, Walter Legrand in Arizona on March 3rd. 1999. Mississippi was 4, California 2, North Carolina 2, Arizona 2, Nevada 1. 3 was executed by hanging, the last being Billy Bailey in Delaware on January 25th, 1996. Washington was 2, Delaware 1. Now if you wonder what the numbers are, just in case, I know it's obvious when I'm giving these numbers for per state. These are the numbers that did that. Like I said, 3 with the, the hanging, so two in Washington, one Delaware equals three. So 
three was executed by firing squad, the last being Rodney Gardner in Utah, June 18, 2010. And uh, Utah was three. And I covered two of these guys. Actually, if you remember, the two guys who got executed by fire squad right next to each other, I made fun they were probably holding hands. But that was in Utah, if you remember my Beaver Utah episode. So now we got the statistics, the statistics, the, the numbers from 76 on to 2014. Let's go to our first one that I'm going to cover today. And it is from Utah, and the last one, like I said, Fire Squad. So this is the one that I did not cover. Like I said on my last episode, these are just epi- you know short stories. I may come back to them once I start doing my regular episodes. It's been so long since I did regular episodes. I was I'm kind of rusty on it. I actually been trying to record all day today, and with my much mouth and everything going on, I failed. So I decided not to follow through with it because it was just horrible i'm gonna have to go back and rewrite it but in in the meantime i'm gonna start doing these murder uh, monday murder meals so he was the first murderer executing u.s in 1977 so 1977 since 1970 he was number one date of execution was january 17 1977 in utah fire squad so like I said, if you went back to my Beaver episode, I covered the other two, so that's all three. I'm gonna come we'll go over a little short episode, but short some summary of what he did. Murderer, he like I said, Mark Gary Mark Gilmore was his name. Let me see. Yep, Gary Mark Gilmore was named. Date of birth was December fourth, nineteen forty. His victims was Max David. Jensen, a white male, 24. Ben Bushnell, a white male, 25. Date of murder was 7-1976. So they executed him pretty quick. You know, so seven, not not even a year. So the date of murder was, I had a count on my hand, July, January, I think that's right, July 19, 1976. And then he was executed not long, January 17, 1977. So, like in six months later, method of murder he used was a 22 handgun. Relation of murder was he was not related to him at all. Date of sentence was October 7th, 1976. So October, November, December, January. So three months after. So this was a pretty quick trial. So let's see what he did on Monday, July 19, 1976. Max Jensen went to work as usual as a self-service gas station in Urim, Utah. That night, Gilmore had a spat with his girlfriend and went driving with her mentally unstable younger sister, April. At around 10.30, he told April he wanted to make a phone call. He left her in the truck and walked away. Gilmore went around the corner out of the her site and into the Sinclair service station. He spotted a tenant and quickly saw that no one else was around. He walked up to Max Jensen and pulled out the 22 Browning automatic. He instructed Jensen to empty his pockets, which the young Mormon quickly did. Of course, you tell Mormons. And then he told Jensen to go to the bathroom and lay down on the floor with his arms under his body. Jensen got into position. He, also, he was obeying everything that Gilmore said. Then unexpectedly, Gilmore put the gun close to Jensen's head. This one is for me, he said, and fired 
Then he placed the muzzle right against Jensen's skull and shot him once again, this time for Nicole, he said. Girlfriend Nicole Baker Barnett. Gilmore spent the night with let me see. Gilmore spent the night with April at a hotel motel. In the fall night he walked into the city center motel in Provo, not far from Brigham Young University. He confronted attendant Ben Bushel, who lived on the premises with his wife and baby. Gilmore told Ben to give him the cash box and get down on the floor. Then he shot Bushel in the head. Bushnell in the head. Bushnell's wife came in, so Gilmore grabbed the cash box and left, trying to dispose of the gun in nearby Bush. Gilmore shot himself in the head. By Wednesday, Gilmore's cousin, Brenda Nicole, turned him into... Wait, Gilmore shot himself in the hand. I said head, hand. By Wednesday, Gilmore's cousin, Brenda Nicole, turned, in, turned him into the police. Gilmore gave up near a road gave up near a roadblock without a fight at first he denied the murders but later admitted both he so he confessed to the murders in october gilmore was tried convicted and sentenced to death he chose death by firing squad and waived all appeals despite the efforts of other groups to stop it six months after the murders execution was carried out gary gilmore was the first person executed in the u.s in almost 10 years in prison most of his life and paroled only four months before the murders. Gilmore becomes a celebrity with his effort to hasten his execution. So he, he became a celebrity for that for some reason. Well, let's see what his final meal was, what this show's all about. His final meal was special meal with steak, potatoes, milk, and coffee. And his final words was, let's do it. So, yep. And there he and fires were shot, and he was pronounced dead on January 17th, 1977. So there was the first person executed. Now the second person executed in the United States since 1976 was John Arthur Spenklink, S-P-E-N-K-E-L-I-N-K. I'm just going to call him John from now on. But... John, since 19, he was the second date of execution, was 5-25-1979. And this brings us to Florida. And the method of execution was electric chair. His date of birth was January, March 29, 1949. Victims was Joseph J. Samowski-S-Z-Y-M-A-N-K-E-W-I-C-Z. I'm not even going to try to say that. <laughs> Date of murder was February 3rd, 1973. So he was on there a lot longer than the other guy was. The other guy was, like I said, six months. But this guy was on here for about six years. Relation murder, acquainted hitchhiker. So he picked this person up. But let's see what he did. So on February 4th, 1973, the 24-year-old John, a twice-convicted felony escapee from a California correctional camp, picked up Joseph, a hitchhiker, while traveling in the Midwest. Both men were criminal records, had criminal records, and both were heavy drinkers. They checked into a room in a Tallahassee after Speltnik left the to wash the car. He returned and shot him in while he slept in bed. And I'm having trouble. Somowski, Somowski, he shot him, Joseph, in the head while he slept in bed. Once in the he- once in the head 
just beyond beyond the left ear, and a second time in the back. He then told a cover story to ho- to the hotel prosecutor. And here I am. This is why I'm doing these and stuff. I go back to my worker stories because obviously I'm having trouble reading. Uh, <laughs> paid for an extra day and left with Frank Brum, another hitchhiker. J- John Spalnik claimed that he shot Joseph in self-defense and that he forced sexual relationships on him earlier and forced him to play Russian roulette. He also claimed that the gun went off accidentally during a fight between the two, between Joseph and John. Less than one week, John and Brunham was arrested for suspicious of armed robbery in Brunick Park, California. The murder weapon was found in the apartment, leased to Brom and others and others. Upon return to Florida, both were tried to first-degree murder. John was found guilty, and Brown was acquitted. John was sentenced. For, uh, John was the first murder executed in Florida, and the second nationwide. Following the restatement, the capital punishment, in 1976. Unlike the first, Gary Gilmore, John cons- contested his execution at the end. He was not going out without a fight. So let's go with the final meal. And all I have is prior to execution, inmate may request a meal to avoid extra convenience. The food extravagance. The food to prepare must cost less than $40 and must be purchased local. But there's no record on what he ate. Sorry. No last meal here. But his last words were capital punishment. Them without capital get the punishment. So there you go. That's the second person since 1976 who was executed. Sorry, but there was no meal. And I'm sorry that I was having so much heart, such a hard time with the name. Like I said, the murderer was John Arthur Spenkilink. And the victim, and I hate this, I cannot predict this is a long name. Joseph J. Sinmenkinswick. I'll spell it. S Z Y M A N. K-I-E-W-I-C-Z. The third person was Jesse Bishop. Unlike the other person that didn't have a last meal, I'm not going to go. I'm a, this is a Monday murder m- meal, so I'm going to start just doing the ones with last meal. So Jesse Bishop, he was the third person executed in October 22, 1979, Nevada gas chamber. His victim was David Balam. So let's go with the fourth one. Let's go straight to the divorce. Fourth one. We should have a last meal. Stephen Timothy Judy. He was the fourth person convicted since 1976. Date of execution was March 9th, 1981 in Indiana. Method was electric chair. And his date of birth was May 24th, 1956. And he had quite a few victims. Terry Chaston was a white female, 21. Misty Zollers, white female, five. Stephen Chastner, white male, four. And Mark Chastner, white male, two. The date of murder was April 28, 1979. Method of murder was strangulation with cloth, drowning, drowning, drowning. So the three kids was drowning. Terry was strangled. There was no relation. So the date of of sentence was February 25th, 1980. So let's get a little summary about this man. Hunters discovered, ter- hunters discovered 
Terry Christie's body in White Lake Creek near State Road 67 in Morrisville in Morgan's County. A police search of the creek led to the discovery of the bodies of three small children aged 2, 4, and 5. Terry Cheston was found naked with her hands and feet bound with strips of material torn from her clothing and her head covered with slacks. She had been gagged and strangled with other strips of cloth. The evidence established that Terry Cheston had been raped and that she died of strangulation. While the children died of exfivia due exfivia, what can I speak? Exfivia due to drown. They drowned them. At trial, Judy presented uh, a sanity defense and testified at length concerning the commission of rape and murders. Judy stated that he was driving on Interstate 495 in Merriam County when he passed Terry Cheston's car. He testified that he motioned to her to pull over to the shoulder of the road, indicating that something was wrong with the rear of her car. So pull over. The two vehicles pulled to the shoulder, stopped, and Judy perpetrated, purported to assess assist the victim he said he just tried to assist them probably was nothing wrong with the car in the process he removed the coil wire therefore rendering terry chesney's cars inoperable when her car would not start judy offered her and the children a ride and she accepted judy then drove the victims to the location of the killings and pulled his truck off the road he testified he directed them on foot towards the creek that he sent the children down the path ahead of Terry and him. Judy testified that he then raped Terry, Chesney, Terry, and bound her hands and feet and gagged her. When Terry cried out, the children ran back up to the path to them. Judy stated that the children stood around him and yelled at the point that he strangled Terry, Chesney, and threw her body into the creek. Judy testified that he then threw each child each of the children as far as he could into the water. He stated that he remembered seeing one of the children standing in the creek. Judy returned to his truck and after attempting to evacuate, evacuate his feet, footprints, get rid of them, he then drove away from the scene. Judy's version of the events very substantially coordinated the evidence presented so he was different than the evidence of this by the state. At the death phase of the trial, Judy ordered his attorneys not to be present. Judy ordered his attorneys not to present any evidence of mitigating circumstances. Judy stated at jury in open court at the sentence hearing that he would advise them to give him the death penalty, the death sentence, because he had no doubt that he would kill again if he had opportunity. And some of the people he might kill in the future. Might be members of the jury. So he told him, I will kill you. <laughs> he also directed a similar comment to the trial judge. Insanity defense is what I see in this. But anyhow, he was found guilty. And his last meal was prime rib, lobster, baked potato, salad, dinner roll. His quest for beer for his last meal was, of course, denied. Last in his final statement was, I don't hold no grudges, grudges. This is my doing. I'm sorry it happened. And there you go. There goes, like I said, the fourth victim. The third victim on this list uh, didn't have no, what a second victim didn't have no last meal either. Uh, But I'm just going to start mainly focusing on the last meal. So let's do one more. It's 
Charles Brooks Jr. executed December 7, 1982. He was the second murder executed in the U.S. in 1982. Sixth murder executed since 1976. And our first murderer in Texas since 1982. And first murder executed in Texas since 1976, obviously. But uh, what did he do? So he was the sixth murder since it started. Date of birth execution was December 7, 1982 in Texas. Lethal injection. You know, date of birth was September 1st, 1942. Victim was Greg David Gregory, white male, 26. Date of murder was December 14th, 1976. So he was on there for a while. Method of murder was a handgun. No relationship. Date of sentence was December 3rd, 1977. So what did he do? On December 7th, 1982, Brooks and two friends used heroin, drank, and decided to go shoplifting. Then the car broke down. Brooks went into a nearby auto dealership and asked to test drive a car. Employee of the dealership, David Gregner, a 26-year-old Gr- mechanic, was required to go with Brooks to pursue to company policy. Once inside, Brooks kidnapped Gregory and went to the hotel where he and his friends Found him and shot him to death. And that's when he was found guilty. There's no information about... Like I said, a lot of these I'm going to go back to. But that's what he was convicted of. The the murder of David Gregory. But anyhow, his last meal was a T-bone steak, french fries, ketchup, Worcestershire sauce. If I'm saying that right. Biscuits, peach cobbler, and iced tea. So his last and final statement was, "Yes, I do. I love you." As uh, name is, the uh, rest of the stuff is just different language. Asadau an la aya aluaya astaya an la aya I'm just going to skip all that because I don't. I'm making myself look foolish. I bear witness that there is no god but Allah. I bear witness that Muhammad is the messenger of Allah. And then the rest he goes back into and be strong. But there you go. There's my Murder Monday meal. There's a couple that didn't have no meals. I hope you enjoy that. I'm going to start going back into my regular contact pretty soon once I get back into it. Like I said, I thought I would be able to get back into it. Once, once I went home with my regular job and was home all the time, I thought I would be able to be put more contact. But I didn't have enough time. As you can tell by this episode, I'm pretty rusty. So I'm going to try to get back into it, but I'm going to try to get back into it with these Monday murder meals. And once I feel confident, then I'll get back into my regular meals, meals, regular episodes. So if you enjoy that, go write and review as always. Go to different, you know, iTunes and wherever you listen to it. And always join my Facebook group and let me know what you think about all of these. And always, you can't fix stupid, but you can sure numb it with a 2x4. I am out of here. Uh, uh.